Good evening, and welcome to the Fist Flow Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Christ, that reveals the most. On tonight's episode, or today's episode, depending on what time zone you're living in, we're going to be talking about the black difference and the all-around difference in the world today that some may refer to as racism, prejudice, or unfairly discrimination. There are many black differences, but most importantly, there is also an all-around difference that many with unkind hearts and a blind eye may try to continue to normalize no matter how wrong they already know they are. So stay tuned and I'll be right back with the Black Difference message tonight. And if you are a new listener, thank you for tuning in with me and welcome to a Fistful of Podcasts. It's a pleasure to have you, by the way. <laughs> and if you are an original supporter and listener, welcome back. And thank you for tuning in with me and supporting me. I appreciate you all, new and old. And again, welcome to a Fistful of Podcasts. So first and foremost, I want to say welcome back. And I know it's been a minute. Trust me, I've had (laughs) some things to take care of. But I want to say thank you for your patience. And also, my engineers, thank you for your... (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. Y'all should be thanking me for my patience waiting on y'all. But anywho... um, I'm going to go ahead and begin this black difference thing. And the reason why I chose to do this because uh, guaranteed there is a lot of differences in the world. We have a difference in men and women, the way we're working. You know, some men get paid more than women. Uh, there's a discretion and advice with um, work-related issues, pay rates issues, um, such as women not getting the proper adjustment in their pay grades because they're a woman um you know they're not getting the proper respect or position that they're supposed to get or qualified to get because they're a woman and it goes to a male automatically you know it's a lot of differences in the world today um so i'm gonna go ahead and begin with the difference in living in the u.s difference there is a different living in the U.S. no matter what color your skin is because the U.S. is different from any foreign country there is that I've noticed rather in the ones I've been to or deployed to. Um, there are a lot of uh, different religions here in the U.S. We're not primarily focused as Christians. We're not primarily labeled as, um, you know, Buddhism or Muslims, we have all kinds of religions here. So it's kind of different when you step out on your religion and believe in what you believe in, when you have other people that believe in what they believe in, like atheists and Jehovah Witnesses that believe in what they believe in. So it's like, it's kind of hard to stand your ground on something when you have other beliefs trying to attack you. It's not like they're respecting your religion and respecting what you believe in it's like almost like an attack for what you believe in you know so that's the difference um 
And being an American citizen, period, is a is a difference because it's not just a black difference being an American citizen either, because even the Mexicans and the Hispanics and um, even some Caucasians that's considered lower classmates are looked at differently and discriminated against. You know, it's not all just our race. It's not just a black difference. That's why I was saying it's an all around difference too. But at the lowest of the stick, we get the lowest of the stick, I think. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like we get the lowest bargain of the stick because we're black. So that's the black difference and the all around difference. And um, I'm excited. Uh, what are y'all excited about this protest and the um, movements that we, that we did this summer during the pandemic? I mean, we came together and I hate the fact that we had to come together doing another death. I, I hate it. I hate it, period. I hate that within family. I hate that within friends. Like, the only time family get together is around a, a family death or that's when they have a big family reunion again or whatever. It's like that. And I hate that as a country and as a whole, we have to get together and stand against something when it's centered around death. Why should death be centered around something positive like that? If we're trying to make a comeback, if we're trying to make a change, it should not be centered around death all the time. You know, it should be something that should be moved. It should be something that we continue to do and move on because we know it's not right. You know what I'm saying? Anything that's not right should be moved on regardless of any kind of death or negativity centered around on it. So, uh, but all due respect, I am proud of us. We and I am proud of everyone that believed in the same thing and took a stand with us. I am so proud to see that all come through with the process. And that's a part of the Black Lives Matter organization. And the purpose of the Black Lives organization is for to advocate and protest against racial discrimination. We're not saying that no lives matter. We're not saying that all lives matter doesn't count we're saying that black lives matter we're taking a stand on black lives matter because we all know all lives matter we all know that and we all stand firm on that as individuals so but coming together for black lives matter only the blacks stand for that and only a few stood with us but this time this year 2020 Oh, we had everybody. Oh, I love y'all. Oh, I love to see everybody come together like that. What you said? So, I thought that was a good move. I, th- I really thought that was good. Um, and another thing is a difference when it comes to a black difference is that um, education. Education is a big difference um, because, you know, uh, granted, we're all... Um, how do I put this? I don't want to put this the wrong way. Granted, we're all given the same opportunities with school and with college and with different resources, but some of us are not given that. Some of us are misled. Some of us are intentionally not being fed the correct information to uphold a, a good living a good educated system you know then some of that's intentional because of who we are what we believe then the color that we are it's, it's, it's 
discriminate. I'm not going to shade it. Some of it is. It's even discrimination against their own kind. <laughs> you know, like you have some Caucasians that discriminate against lower classes that's on food stamps or that they think they're better than others on. You know, it's some kind of discrimination that keeps us different. And it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like that at all with no one. I, purple, white, yellow, green. It shouldn't be like that at all. We shouldn't have a difference. If the country is supposed to be united front, united front does not have a color in the word united front. So it shouldn't be a difference. It should be an all around standard for everybody. I think everybody should be granted the same opportunities, whether, you know, your color, your gender, um, what you believe in. I think everybody should be ob obligated and resourced and giving the same opportunity, regardless of who and what you are and the color you are. But it's not like that. We have those differences. You're right. We do. Black difference, all around difference, and a difference period. We have those differences. And some people don't speak on these these differences. But to me, I think it should be acknowledged. Even in the entrepreneurship world, we have those differences. Even in... Um, even in the music industry, um, even in the author industry, the writing industry, it's it's like that. You know, this even in the model industry, you may have this light skin model that get these certain amount of clothes or this particular wardrobe, but then you have this model that's maybe a little darker, maybe a little lighter that does not get that same wardrobe that she was granted, you know, or he was granted. It's it's. We have these differences in the U.S. and everywhere that should not be like that. We all, all, everybody should be granted the same opportunities. But yet, we lack that as a country. We lack that as a whole. We lack that as people. And that's shameful. That is truly shameful. And I hope Biden and Camilla, they run it. I hope they show and I hope they acknowledge these differences and bring them aware and stop normalizing them. Because Trump did the same way he tried to normalize a lot of things that was not right. And I wouldn't have had a problem with Trump if he wasn't trying to normalize it. Like, it's okay for you to think like that as a person. Hey, everybody got their opinion. I get it. I got it. But at the same time, you are president. You are the United Front leader. You get what I'm saying? You are the chief in command. And you to think like that and without burst and publicly show the way you think and not have a care in the world? By how it separates and divides your country? Ooh. Mmm. Mmm. Put down the baton and pass it to somebody else. Thank you. It shouldn't be like that.
but those are some differences that we have and it's crazy i hope and i pray that biden and camilla take these differences denormalize these issues and make it right all across the board for everybody and bring this country back together again and you know I, I get it financially everybody will be a little different but in the hopes of changing these differences and changing the economy and making changes to the U.S. as a whole may bring some of these these financials you know upright you know you never know you never know how it may change people you know I, I get it not everybody is granted the same resources but there are resources I, we got work to do y'all and that's just it I, I, I get it they're in control Camilla and, and Biden I get it they're the new eyes there's the new chiefs in command I, I get it they're a team but they can't do it by themselves y'all they gonna need us and we can't be coming together when it's only death centered around it we gotta stay together come together and stay together no matter what death cannot be the only reason we come together all the time Death cannot be the only reason that U.S. comes together as a whole. This is something we need to make a standard. We need to make it happen. We need to make it and live it. This is a change that we have done twice so far. We've done it with the campaign with Biden and Harris. And we've done it over the pandemic with the protests and the marches and the and the uh, advocating. We came together doing all that and made changes happen everywhere. But it cannot be centered around death all the time. If we're going to make these changes as a whole, we got to stick to it. They can't be the only two. They're going to need us back behind them. So, that's my take on... The black difference, a difference, and the all-around difference. And we still have work to do. And that's the big difference. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in with me. I hope y'all are having a wonderful night. And um stay tuned. I got some more coming for you. And enjoy, enjoy, enjoy this tune, y'all. It's for y'all, especially for y'all. And um I'll be back to answer a few questions on the Q&A list for you guys. So stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in. All right, so welcome back, you guys. I'm going to go ahead and answer a few of you guys' questions that I... Um, randomly picked and I'm going to go ahead and begin there before I close out tonight's sessions um, 
So the first one comes from Rhonda um, from Connecticut. Um, she wants to know, as a black woman in the podcasting industry, do you feel like you've been black difference labeled before? Have you, or have you ever been black difference labeled before in the podcasting industry, basically? I'm guessing that's what your question is. Um, with that, Miss Rhonda, I would say yes and no. Um, I would say yes because you know how you can read between the lines on something and catch it. But I would say no because it was indirect. And, you know, with most things indirect, and if you're a direct person, you kind of, like, wave it off and move around it. So, I will answer that yes and no. Yes, because I noticed it and I read between the lines. But no, because uh, it was indirect. So, I gave it no kind of no kind of respect. <laughs> I kept it pushing. Okay, next question comes from Tony in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And he wants to know do you really feel like women should be given the same opportunities as men when it comes to job related and pay related, no matter the color? Um, Tony, I would say definitely because it's like this in the army, we are considered ranks so it's not gender based in the rank for pay we're considered ranked pay in the army one reason for that uh one example is if i'm an e1 and i'm a female and there's another e1 soldier single soldier we're both single soldiers i can guarantee you we're getting the same pay rate if we're the only difference would be in our pay rate if we if one of us was married and had a family, then that would be a difference in the pay rate because they would get paid more because they have a family. Another difference would be if they went to like a certain school and earning that extra incentive and I didn't. Um, or another one would be uh, time and service if they've been a private for what two years I've only been one for one that would be a difference maybe or a time and grade um I never you never know what kind of private he is he may be a private first class I may be a private E2 or a private private so that could be a difference too but if we are both E1s and we are fresh in the military no family no extra incentives and nothing else that dis that may have an effect on our pay. Yes, we would get the same rate, male or female. We are paid by the rank, time and service, schooling, if you will, family, if you have. But that's about it. That's the only difference when it comes to the military. Um, so in the civilian world, I don't think 
it should be a discrimination in that edit either. I feel like if you're qualified, if you have an associate's, this person has a bachelor's. Okay, there's a pay difference. Hmm. Okay, you get paid on an associate level. This pay, this person get paid on a bachelor level. That's the difference. But far as discriminating that just because of their gender, no, that's 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 not fair. Because we can do just as much as y'all can do. And if the army think we can do the same thing, no matter the gender, then I think everybody else should fall along under those same standards across the board, civilian or not. That's just the way I see it. That's my opinion. I don't think there should be a difference. We can pick up heavy loads just like you. We can truck drive just like you. Um, granted, we are women. Granted, we have Mother Nature. Granted, we have uh, different bodies and we have different things going on with our bodies. But at the same time, that's not that does not make us discrimination sensitive to be treated and paid differently. It's just a body. Okay. So I'm going to move on for that question, but that I hope that answer you, honey. Next one is Cheryl from Jackson, Mississippi. Hey, Cheryl. I got a cousin named Cheryl. She's in Greenwood, Mississippi. And her question is, um, would you ever join the military again in this present day and age while Trump is still in the seat. Um, I'm just say I love that Barack is the one that signed my retirement. I love that his name is at the bottom of my retirement. Um, but if I had been called back into service within the time frame of Trump, I wouldn't have mine because I have a passion for my job. I actually love the military. And um, I wouldn't have mine because I never believed he was my president anyway. Um, my president has always been Jesus during his term. Um, I, don't, I never thought of him to be the man that was particularly the one in control like everybody else think he has so much power because I believe that that man was only allowed to do what God allowed him to do. And you know, some things he <laughs> couldn't do. As you can see, some things he's pushed through the House of Representatives or Supreme or another legislation and it did not get passed. But it's the effort of trying that maybe satisfy him. But as you can see, some things he tried did not go through. So, um, yeah, I I just never I, I I think the I think everybody is I think everybody needs to take the trusting in man off of the president. Period. I mean, because they're you got to realize they're just humans like we are. That's, that's why I was saying earlier in the Black Different message and the all-around different message. Yes, Camilla and Biden about to do something strange. I, I can feel it. They about to do something wonderful. But 
they're still going to need us to back them. They're only two people. They're still human, y'all. Um, they're going to need help along the way. Um, and they're only going to be allowed to do what God allows them to do as long as they do it correctly. And if they do everything they need to do correctly for everybody in this world and make things right or at least try, I, th- I think God going to bless that, you know? So you just got to have faith in him first so that he can bless them. You know, you can't just put all your trust and faith in man, you know? They're just humans like we are. So to answer your question, he only did what he was allowed to do. Everything else he couldn't do. So, um, but yes, I would. I would. I would have. I would have. Definitely. But not because of him. Because my faith is a little different and because I actually love my job in the military. Um, Moving on with that would be with Kimmy from Orangeburg, South Carolina. Orangeburg. I got a friend in Orangeburg, South Carolina. He a, um, he's a him. (laughs) I was going to give y'all his last name, but nah, I'm not like that. Um, her question is, do you think voting should be across the board for everybody? It's, should it be mandatory or should it be punishable if you don't vote? Um, first and foremost, I want to say um, I, don't, I honestly don't know because I'm going to say it like this. Um, just because we have the right to vote does not mean everybody's going to exercise that right and that privilege. Okay, maybe we need to put a little handle on on those privileges if, if they're not going to use them. But um far as completely punishing somebody for that, because mm, then that's going to be contradicting of the U.S. period. You know, before, uh, years ago, 400, 300 years ago, our ancestors went through hell and back to get these privileges. And, you know, it took us years and years of, of abuse and neglect and, and substantial to a certain degree of harm to get these rights. And I'm I'm very thankful for these rights to to vote. I'm, I am very thankful. I'm very grateful. Um, but to punish, um, that's that's a little bit extreme, don't you think? I mean, I, I think voting is a choice. It is. Um, voting is a choice, and it's a choice to exercise your privilege that's been granted to you. I got it. I get it. But if that person or someone refuses to utilize that privilege, okay, you know, snatch it for a little bit, you know, take it away for a while, you know, and give it back next term and see if they use it, you know. But as far as punishing them for it, nah, I don't, mm these times have changed these days have changed these years 
these decades has changed. Um, there's a lot of ways you can you can vote now. So there's a lot you can do if you don't vote. You still can protest. You still can help. You still can advocate. You still can, you know, come together. Even if you don't place a, a ballot, there are still things you can do throughout the year to help one another. So I, punishing them, that's that's a little extreme, honey. Um, moving on to the next question um, and the last question. How do you think, what is one reason the U.S. failed with Trump? Ooh, and it's coming from Sylvia, Atlanta, Georgia. Well, Sylvia, uh, I don't necessarily, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think the, the, okay, the, I will tell you one thing that I did like about Trump. Just one. He had an I don't give a freak attitude. Period. No matter who you were, what you thought of him, he, that attitude. That, and I think that's what failed him the most. And it's not the fact that he tried to denormalize. Well, he tried to normalize the wrong things. It was the attitude with it that made that that was mishandled. You know, okay, you tried to normalize. You know, things that wasn't supposed to be normal. But the attitude mixed with it. That I don't give a freak attitude. Oh, that's set off. That's a tick, tick, like a ticking bomb. Because you can't have you're you're the leader. Hey, how you gonna have an attitude like you don't care? And you can't represent the people like that with that kind of attitude. And you have it. It, it brought off to everyone like he had no compassion. No compassion, no empathy, no sympathy, no nothing. Just because of that little attitude. And you know, this country needs compassion. It needs empathize. It needs sympathizing. Our people, everybody, needs compassion. We need sympathy, we need empathy. But to have and to give that, you cannot not give a fuck. And you can't show the people that you don't give a fuck. You get it? And him showing that boldly was a disgrace. As a leader in itself. But and y'all know I don't curse. So I y'all know I, I had to get that out. Like I'm going I'm I can't sugarcoat that part at all. Because y'all you can see it. The Twitter fingers, we saw it. In the news, we saw it. During the election, we saw it with the debate, the back and forth. I mean, even before all of this in twenty twenty, we saw it. We saw it for three years before this year. We saw it. So 
I mean, it, it, it didn't go nowhere. It didn't change. <laughs> he did not give a freak. And he showed that. He didn't care what anybody had to say about him. He represented that ish like it was like nothing. Like, mm, I'm the president. I don't care. And I'm going to let you know I don't care. I'm going to show I don't care. Like, <laughs> calm down, my guy. Calm down. It's okay. I'm, we know. You're the president. You got it. But I think that's what failed him the most, having that kind of attitude. Because your attitude can lead you and it can fail you. No matter how good you do, no matter how how much of good deeds you can do, but having that kind of attitude can still fail you no matter how good you are or how good you do. And that's with anybody. If you have a negative attitude, no matter how much positively or positive things you do, that attitude is it's going to always fail you. You got to get rid of that attitude. got to pipe it down. Calm down. Show a little bit of concern. Show a little bit of caring. Show a little bit of compassion. Empathize. Sympathize with people. Don't show them you don't care. When inside, you really do. I know when you go home at night, you, you think about it. You sleep on it. You have to have a second thought. You have to have a conscience. It's going to replay over and over sometimes. You're human. It's supposed to. But putting it out there as your best foot forward and your front and center for you and your representation, it's going to fail you every time. Every time. But yeah, that's all I have for you guys tonight. And stay tuned. I have another heat special dropping tomorrow. And this is a previous recorded episode that I've been waiting for my engineers for the longest. But now that I have it, I'm going to run it. I'm going to drop it. So thank you for tuning in with me. I'm your host, Krista Christ, that reveals the most here at A Fistful Podcast. And I want to say it's been a pleasure tuning in with you guys and (laughs) getting back to you guys. But stay tuned for the last sound of the night. And y'all enjoy these tunes. And I want to say I do not, do not, do not own any copyrights, any rights to the songs that are being played throughout this episode and at the end of this episode. And thank you once again for tuning in with your girl, Krista Christ. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't keep it together. I usually don't show my emotions, but it ain't getting better. Cause you can't be blind with eyes wide open. And I see struggle. I see pain, I see only the mess we made I see things that I can't change And it hurts my heart to say I cry for the sons without fathers And the 
You're not alone, I feel your pain 